You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Matis Weingast here at NahumSiegel.com.
Good morning, everyone, and welcome once again to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Matas Weingast. I'm your host this morning, and uh, we are glad you could join us. Thank you so much. We appreciate your joining us, and we're happy to be here for you. Hope you had a wonderful Shabbos and a great week, and uh, we're again happy to start your week off right here on the network. Uh, whatever time it is, wherever you are, uh, here in the uh, in the studio area, it's 71 degrees. It's supposed to be a nice day, going up to a high of 88, clear and sunny, and then going down to 75. And uh, in Jerusalem right now, it's 78 degrees, clear and sunny also, going uh, down to a low of 67. And... Um, that is the uh, weather. It's uh, August 9th, 2020, the 19th of Av, 5780. And if you're studying Dafyomi, another milestone, tomorrow is the uh, last Daf of Mesech Shabbos. Today is uh, Kuf Nun Vav, 156. One more Daf after today, and then Erevin begins on uh Tuesday. So Mazel Tov to everybody who is completing the uh, Gemara Shabbos and uh, getting ready to start a brand new one. Great time to pick up and uh, and start. I personally use Real Clear Daf and I listen uh, on the app to uh, to Real Clear Daf and uh, it is uh, for me very convenient. And very clear and very concise. And Rabbi Wise does a great job. So you can go to an app store and uh, download Real Clear Daf. Uh, and that's a you know, great way of listening. If you're able to do it that way or however you're able to do it uh, is a, uh, it's a great thing. So it's easy to start. Uh, just this coming, uh, yeah, you can start today. You don't have to wait until Tuesday. Catch the last couple of uh, pages of Shabbos. Uh, Rabbi uh, Steinsaltz uh, passed away last week, and we um, commemorate his uh, his life and uh, the uh, and the sadness of his passing. Uh, he was able to complete such tremendous um, accomplishments, including uh, the uh, translation of Talmud Bavli into uh, Hebrew. Excuse, yeah, Hebrew, and then it was translated into English, and I think French, and a, a few other um, languages. Uh, and uh, the latest, um, 
set of Gemaras that was published over the years, the one I particularly use uh, is the English version of the uh, Gemara that he translated. Uh, and uh, certainly he was not in great health the last couple of years, but over his lifetime he completed a, um, a monumental task, many of them actually. Somebody described him as the Rashi of our generation uh, in describing the work that he done, he's, he had done. Uh, and, uh, you know, he uh, did a tremendous, tremendous amount and uh, left a, a huge legacy for people to, uh, to follow. Uh, made the uh, Talmud very accessible and continues to do so. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a great, uh, at least for the Gemara, it's a great um, uh, effort that he put in and a great work that he uh, was able to publish during his lifetime. So if anyone uh, is thinking of a set of Gemaras to get, you should look into uh, the one that Rabbi Steinsalz uh, produced. Uh, let's see, it's... Uh, 10 after the hour. If you have any requests, we'll try to get to them. Uh, you can post them on the app, NSN app. Uh, and uh, you could also visit our Facebook page if you want, JM Sunday. You can like the page when you get there. And we are here until 9 o'clock Eastern time, so just under two hours. Coming up at around 8.30 uh, Lauren Yelenkovich will join us. She's a vocalist, and she's been on before. Uh, she tours around the world with Yanni and does a number of other productions. Uh, she's actually going to be offering uh, Zoom sing-along classes during the month of August, starting tomorrow. So we'll touch base with her and see what's going on with that. Uh, otherwise, we're going to be playing music, and we'll get to that right now. Appreciate you joining us. Appreciate your listening. We're going to start off with Nachi Krohn from the Yes Legacy right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. One day a dollar bill was floating through the air. It flew into a synagogue and no one else was there It landed on the bima and it tried to go to sleep But from the Oran Kodesh a voice began to speak Who is in my synagogue? The dollar bill said I I've come here from America, there's nothing I can't buy That's why people worship me, now tell me who are you? My name is the Torah and everything I say is true Tell me, tell me, Torah Why do you speak so sad? You live in this nice synagogue I think you should be glad I've always lived with Israel The Torah did reply But my people do not listen And I just wonder why
As it flew into the air, it flew into the street, and some people gathered there. Everyone was jumping up to get it in their hands. Everyone was jumping up in the promised land. And somewhere in the synagogue, very late at night, there burns an olive oil lamp. It's the eternal light. And from the Yarn Kodesh, a cry is heard once more. And if you look real close, you can see the teardrops on the floor.
תושיב משם, בוא סבלכו, איי איי איי. אז תשחק חוצר חובים קודשי, איי איי איי. וקורו הוסו, לשב אוס אוינא, אוינא, אוינא גשבס. אם תושיב משם, בוא סבלכו, איי איי איי. אז תשחק חוצר חובים קודשי, איי איי איי. וקורו הוסו, לשם בוס אוי נה, אוי נה, גוי נק Davidi with Oneg Shabbos here on JM Sunday. Before that, Ephraim Mendelssohn, Levi Falkowitz, 
Nachas and Nachi Krohn started us off following Modani by Regish. Glad you could join us here on another live edition of JM Sunday. Right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, Rabbi Golwas will be coming up in a few seconds. And uh, coming up... Um, Uh, coming up at 8 o'clock will be uh, Hannah Julian with uh, the news from Israel. Uh, she will be hopefully joining us back again this week. Coming up at about 8.30 in about an hour from now, I'll be joined by uh, Lauren Yelenkovich, a vocalist who has been on this show many times. And uh, she has, in this time of coronavirus, has a, a Zoom uh, singing program for uh, for children in the month of August. So we'll talk about that and see what's uh, what and how you could join. Get your kids to join that. Uh, 7.31 in the morning. And at this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, L'zecha Nishmas Harav Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and L'zecha Nishmas Esther Bas Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Yechavah Daz was once asked by an individual that wanted to try and appease his friend. It was before Yom Kippur, and he wanted to know if he could send him the Divre Pius, the appeasement, in the form of a letter. Chacham Ovadia says that a person has to go himself to ask for Mechila. You can't do it through a letter. You can't do it through a text. Everything is according to its Indian. If it's known, that the person is going to be Malchol, that he will extend his forgiveness, then this is the best way. Only if it's extremely difficult, one can send an Ish Mechubad, someone who is distinguished to that person, and ask him for Mechila. He writes that Agav Orcha, just by the way, the Ben Ishchai wrote that it is even an important Indian to ask Mechila from parents on Erev Yom Kippur. Anything that a person might have done to be bogea in the Kavod, to infringe upon the honor of a parent, an individual should make sure to ask Mechila from a parent. One who doesn't is called a Chaita. One who doesn't do this is called a person that sins, and they are mezalzel, or they degrade the honor of the father and mother. If a person does have to ask Mechila from a friend before Yom Kippur, then certainly to ask Mechila from a parent is a chiyuv, is an absolute obligation. But then again, it is much better not to wait until that time, but rather to ask now and not wait for later. There are children who don't have the sechel, the straight thinking in order to do this. The parents should say then, We forgive our children, Poloni, this certain child, for anything that he might have done during the entire year. And he should not ever be punished because of us. A husband and wife have to be mochel each other as well. And certainly, a Talmud, a student, should ask his Rav or his Rabbi for Mechila. Very interesting incident took place about a year ago. 
I was walking on Shabbos in the neighborhood. There's an elderly woman that saw me and said, Rabbi Goldwasser, could I ask you a shaila? I said to her, of course. She said, I haven't talked to my brother in quite some time. We got into an argument. It was over some small matter with a Yerusha. And I haven't talked to him since that time. I asked her, how long has it been? She told me seven years. I said to her, don't wait another day. You have to get in contact with him. She said, but how do I do it? I told her, pick up the telephone and call him up. Motsoy Shabbos, she picked up the telephone and called him. They both asked each other Mechila. She told me the next day that something phenomenal happened. When he heard her voice, he began to cry. And he told her the very next day he was making Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael. And before he left, he would love to see his sister one more time. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
what's for tomorrow Awakens the faith That everything will turn out fine Vatoko
seem ignored cause you never got them there's not a door you haven't tried but every key is locked inside your faith is shaking to the ground when all the hope you cling to slips away you're treading water when desert winds are blowing sand astray sun's getting hotter the highest mountains block your view the woods are deep you can't see through You're losing hope you'll ever find your way.
Pray by Michal Przansky here on JM Sunday. Uh, we're going to get to the news from Israel momentarily. Uh, Hannah Julian will be joining us to give us the latest in the uh, the latest that's going on in uh, the state of Israel and the land of Israel. So that's coming right up. Uh, also at uh, about eight thirty this morning, in about half an hour. I'll be joined by vocalist Lauren Yelenkovich, who will be uh, telling us about her um, Zoom classes for children in August, starting tomorrow. So that's in about half an hour. Uh, let's see. Before uh, Michal Brzezanski, we heard God Elba is Benny Friedman, Eighth Day, Dudu Derry, uh, and that uh, followed Rabbi Goldwasser with Morning Chizik. So we appreciate all that musical selection. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we're going to continue right along. Uh, at uh, it's time for our news from Israel. So, Hannah Julian, uh, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning. Good morning, Mattis. Busy day today, so let's get to it. The government cabinet meeting was canceled this morning. The blue and white faction blamed the cancellation on the Likud, and the Likud blamed the cancellation on blue and white. The issue is a disagreement over the economic plan developed by Prime Minister Netanyahu and Finance Minister Israel Katz. It's an 8.5 billion shekel plan with allocations to needy Israelis and to the elderly unemployed. It's also intended to create 10,000 jobs. Blue and White objects to the cost and refuses to discuss it on what the faction calls a day's notice. The two parties are still also fighting over whether to pass a one-year budget or a two-year budget. Health officials reported this morning that another 16 Israelis were killed by the coronavirus over the past 24 hours. Since midnight alone, five people died from the disease. That brings the national death toll to 597. At present, there are 394 patients listed in serious condition. Of those, 118 are on respirators. That is the highest number of Israelis requiring ventilator support since mid-April. We have 24,433 Israelis who are actively ill with the coronavirus at this moment, and that brings the total number of Israelis infected with this disease since the start of the pandemic to 82,500. 
and 15. According to the Coronavirus National Information and Knowledge Center, the main hotspots around the country are still the cities and towns with high Orthodox populations, and those are, of course, Jerusalem, B'nai Brak, Modi'in Elite, El-Ad, and Beit Shemesh. Shots were fired at civilian workers building the security barrier near Kisufim along the border with Gaza this morning. Israeli forces showed up shortly after. They fired smoke shells to create a smoke screen so they could evacuate the contractors. A military spokesperson says more shots were fired at the idea of soldiers at that point. And in light of the attacks, work has temporarily been halted on the security barrier in that area. Due to the gunfire, the IDF has closed off access roads around the border, and farmers have been told stay away from their fields for the day. This comes after a week in which Gaza terrorists have resumed and once again escalated their arson attacks on southern Israel. Last week, more than a dozen balloon bombs were flown into Israel, many of them landing and starting fires in open fields around the border. But at least one of the flying IEDs made it all the way to Arad, about 54 miles from Gaza, a city just 20 minutes west of the Dead Sea in the northeastern Negev. It landed in the industrial zone. Police sappers took it outside to an isolated spot in the desert to neutralize it safely. In response to all this, the IDF targeted several Hamas sites in the central and southern Gaza Strip on Thursday night. One of the targets was a cement factory used in building underground military facilities for Hamas. A bit of good news. It's been released for publication that the Shin Bet arrested 38-year-old Abdullah Dama on July 7th. He is a resident of the southern Gaza border town of Rafah. Dama is charged with terrorist involvement against IDF soldiers, specifically the attack in which Major Eliraz Peretz and Staff Sergeant Ilan Sviatkovsky, Zichonola Braha, were killed. Those two officers were in a shootout with terrorists in southern Gaza. And according to the Shin Bet, Abdullah Dama confessed during his interrogation that he was involved in the attack. It took place on March 26, 2010. It was a shootout in the Gaza border near the Jewish communities of Nirim and Ein Hashlosha. Dama has been a commanding officer in the Palestinian Islamic Jihad organization. He helped plan that attack. He was indicted in Beersheba District Court today on charges of murdering IDF soldiers, membership in a terrorist organization, and managing a terror organization. Eliraz Peretz was the son of Miriam Peretz. This is a woman who is a leader of Israel. She's a widow who has lost two sons to Arab terror, both in the service of the IDF. All of her children have served in the IDF and most of them as Golani soldiers. The Shin Bet says in its statement that it will continue to work tirelessly to maintain the security of Israeli citizens against terror and bring to justice those involved in terror even many years after an attack. Let's take a quick look now at the weather. There are very strange things going on here in Israel with the weather. Unexpected summer rain hit northern Israel this morning. The temperatures dropped 
Looks like a change of seasons coming on early. There was light rain in Haifa at around 10 o'clock. More rain expected up north tomorrow as well. And we may even see some in the central part of the country. However, look for a heat wave for the rest of the day in the Jordan Valley, down at the Dead Sea, in Beersheba, in Elat, and in the Arava. Up to 104 degrees in Elat during the day, as a matter of fact, 82 degrees at night. Partly cloudy skies, pretty much the same weather for tomorrow. Have a great week, everyone. Stay safe, stay healthy. Shavuot Tov. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. That's our news from Israel. Thanks, Hannah Julian. We'll see you next week uh, right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's about 10 minutes after the top of the hour of 8 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. We're going to get back to the music for a bit, and then about 8.30 we'll be joined by vocalist Lauren Yulankovich, who will tell us about her um, COVID uh, time and what she's been doing, what she's up to, and about her um, her singing classes for children that she'll be presenting in uh, in August, starting tomorrow. That uh, that if you have children or grandchildren, you could sign them up for. So we'll talk about that in, uh, in about twenty minutes. Right now, we're going to go to Yisrael Amar right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Ilu 
Bye. 
bit of Yeshiva Boys Choir here on JM Sunday with Romamu. Thanks uh, for presenting that, and thanks everyone for joining us. It's uh, about 8.32 in the morning, Eastern Time, here on the, the East Coast of the United States, where we are. And uh, and thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, at this time, I'd like to welcome back to the airwaves Lauren Yelenkovich, who has joined us numerous times over the years. She's a vocalist and tours around usually with uh, Yanni. She can be found on on stage there doing a couple of things. Uh, and uh, right now with this uh, COVID-19 situation, there's like, you know, you can't do concerts anymore. So let's find out what she's uh, been up to. Lauren Yelenkovich, welcome back to JM Sunday. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's good to speak with you. Uh, yeah, these times are very, very different. Uh, you're used to being in front of uh, live audiences with tens of thousands of people, literally. How do you mentally cope with not having that uh, feedback directly? What do you do? Oh, let me tell you, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, there's nothing quite like being on uh, on a, on stage in front of a live audience at all. So the past um, whatever since March, it's it's been uh, it's it's been it's been a little sad to tell you the truth. Right, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, we were actually in the middle of a tour when uh, when all of this happened. So 
half of the tour was postponed. So they're saying maybe 2021 uh, is when things will be rescheduled. But we were in, in Mexico when this all happened. Yeah. Well, so, and, and about two two hours before we went on stage in Mexico City, it was like, okay, we're all, everything has been canceled. We're flying home tomorrow. Wow. And it was kind of this really surreal moment, you know, um, knowing, like, walking on stage that this is probably one of the last big, huge, live arena concerts in in the world, really. Right, absolutely. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was like this moment of, you just got to, I've got to really soak it up, and, uh, and, and so that's kind of been forever uh, ingrained in my in my body and in my mind since uh, all of this has happened. Right. And it was a really surreal moment. I mean, it was very, um, uh, really touching, too, so... I'm sure, and and then yeah. things went crazy afterwards. And I imagine it would be really difficult to have a a a concert socially distancing it, you know, in any way, shape, oh. or form. Imagine a, an arena that seats ten thousand, twenty thousand people, and you have people sitting in every fifth row, about twelve I seats know. apart. It's uh, it's it's, it's hard to crazy. think about, but I'm I'm sure it will happen again soon. Yeah, um, I think uh, it's just all have to be patient. I have yeah. friends that are. You know, that have been doing virtual stuff, and I've done a couple of virtual things. I want to do more, so um, uh, I'm excited about doing more. Um, but then also, some people I know have been doing like these socially distanced backyard concerts, yes, uh-huh. which is kind of fun, right? Uh, and I think that that works too. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. There, there are still now, depending on where you are here in Jersey, it's been very closed and, and limited but now things are opening up yeah. a bit and people are able to go to and have socially distant wedding uh ceremonies yeah. with a limited number of people and live music and live performances uh at those venues so you know that's that's opening up a little bit more um so do you uh do you, do you ever go and just watch some of your concerts to keep in the thing of things that's a, you know do you really do that <laughs> I mean, every once in a while, I'll be like, all right, I've got to YouTube this concert. <laughs> what was it like being at Radio City? Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Let me remind myself. Yeah. No. Uh, but but I have seen you on some of the uh, some of the things that you've posted, and you know, watching some of those recent um, postings, you do seem very comfortable performing in a more intimate setting, also. So you're able to oh, do that when sure. you can. Uh, I do. I do love that. I do love doing that type of thing. I mean, I love being as um, as much as I love being on stage. I also really, really love being in a recording studio, right? Uh, in in a very intimate space, and I feel like I get a lot done in there. And um, so yeah, I I, I do I do like the little the smaller intimate settings. It's it's kind of fun because then you get to, and then you also get to interact with people a little bit more than right. you know. Um, you would in a in an auditorium of ten thousand or so. Right, exactly. And you you have a different mindset when you're there, and in front of you know on stage, you have to kind of disembody yourself in a way and just like focus on what you're doing and not think about twenty thousand people sitting in front of you. Whereas you can exactly. act a little bit differently, not act, be a little bit different when you're in that closer setting and uh, yeah, people right there. <laughs> uh, so uh, you want well. You know that brings to mind that you enjoy sharing your talents and your enthusiasm, uh, and we know anybody who has, uh, has known you and read about you know that you, as you say, grew up on Disney songs and oh, yeah. sang them to your to your hairbrush. 
Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I'm surprised after all this time. I and mean, why isn't Disney, you know, why aren't they getting to you to produce a Disney album? I think that should oh happen. Oh, my gosh, I would love that. Yeah, it's actually think- funny. I was, like, going through ideas of what I could, um, like, just different, just different things that I want to do. Um, you know, I've been sitting a lot and uh, brainstorming, mm-hmm. and uh, I do want to do like a whole Disney album. I would love to do like a lullaby album for kids, and um, yeah, I did grow up on Disney. I mean, I used to I used to fall asleep with uh, the VHS tape of Sleeping Beauty <laughs> as my pillow for years. Like, would not go to bed without it. Right. <laughs> Well, that, that that makes sense. I, I mean, seriously, you should, you know, reach out to them. Tell them that you should be the one to do, like, a welcome back Disney um, selection of, of songs and, and video that can be out there as, as Disney reopens its places and as the world starts to come back. It would be a great thing. I think you should do it. That, tell them yeah, I said so. I would love that. <laughs> so along the lines of your enjoying to, you know, enjoying and, and sharing with uh, people – and children, you're starting something yeah. new. Actually, begins tomorrow, and it goes I for know, four right? Mondays. That's exciting. You are going. You're you're presenting a sing along with Lauren. Yeah, um, I Tell love us about kids. That. Yeah, I love kids. I think that they are so fun. Um, and uh, and so I was trying to think of what I could do. And obviously, I love Disney and and just um, kids songs in general. And a bunch of friends were like, you know, I have a bunch of friends that have kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're like, you know, you would, you know, you should, you should sing. Like every time I go, I go to visit, you know, my goddaughter or whatever. And they're like, you know, you're, you're putting them to bed. Right. You're turning exactly. them to bed and you're singing <laughs> them to bed. You know, and I'm like, yes, sign me up. Um, so I kind of took that thought and I was saying, you know, all of these kids that are going to sometimes, well, a lot of things have obviously turned virtual, and uh, the kids maybe going to school, maybe not going to school. Um, a lot of people just opting to keep their kids home and just do homeschool. So I said, you know, I want to. I know that it's hard to um, to keep kids entertained, um, and and also to have something along the lines of like music and art in their in their homeschooling in case they don't. Right. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put this out there and see how it goes. So it's really kind of, um, this month is going to be a little bit of a trial, but uh, just to see what what what's out there and how, um, just to, I want I want to do like a sing-along with right. the kids. And you're going to be, um, s- and I'm, no, I'm sorry. No, say, say it again. I, I was going to say, you're beginning of this tomorrow, uh, August 10th. Yeah. It's going every Monday for four weeks in August. Yeah. And it's going to be um, time-wise on the eastern uh, coast, four to four thirty in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So it's a half an hour each week. Is a nominal price for it, and a discount if you take all the classes. And it's for yeah. children, for you to sing along with uh, with children. What will yeah, happen? And also, yes. Also, like it's a thing for you know the parents and and families that they can do kind of together. Um, and it's and a way for them to connect with their kids through through song and right. music as well. And if you want to sign up for it, you can go to uh, your website, laurenjelenkovich.com, L-A-U-R-E-N-J-E-L-E-N-C-O-V-I-C-H.com slash shop. And it has the sing-along link. Uh, so you can sign up there. And you mentioned that it's uh, with parents. So what age is, uh, is this for? What age children? So kind of right now, I mean, the first class I was thinking just 
see who signs up. So it's going to be kind of a mixture of ages. Okay. Um, and then maybe in uh, the next round, um, depending like how it goes, uh, just to try to maybe I'll do separate classes for maybe a little bit younger and then another option for a little bit older and then a right. little bit more ways for them to be interactive as well. Yeah, that you makes know, sense. You know, older. Right. Um, and yeah, th- and then... We'll see how it goes. I'm also trying to figure out, like, oh, maybe they'll do, like, a story time with Lauren and a lullaby with Lauren. Maybe that's something that people can download and and watch and have, you know, um, because I know everybody's nighttime routines are different as well. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Uh, And this is going to be on Zoom, and uh, according to what it has on the website here, uh, once people sign up, you'll be sending them a, a downloadable lyric book for the songs that you'll be covering during that session. Uh, yeah, that's all going to come out today, actually. <laughs> and, ah, nice. And um, will will it be somewhat interactive? Because Zoom, you know, can be depends on what, how you set it up. Will Will you be just um, presenting and asking people to sing along, or will you um, be able to interact with them? Because you're probably going to have a lot of people on this. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it goes, but right. I hope I have a lot of people. Um, so far, there's a few people that have signed up, so it's okay. kind of fine. Um, it's definitely going to, I'm going to try to keep it interactive. I mean, it's hard for me not to, like, um, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sometimes a little bit awkward, but I'm also like, hey, I'm like, how's it going, you know? And, <laughs> right. Uh, and I've also asked them to, like, put in the notes section, like, when they do sign up, uh for them to like tell me if it's a birthday or like if there's a specific song ah. that they really want to sing or nice. you know and even like if the parent knows that the kid has a really great voice uh you know maybe they want to sing a line or two right and maybe in the future will be more a little bit more um where they can you know sing sing more of the song or sing a character and so we'll see how that goes. Interesting. It'll be fun. And maybe, like, you know, I don't have any props right now, but I'm not opposed to, you know, putting on a wig and looking like Ariel. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, this is not a... Okay, just letting everybody know, this is not an audition for... Uh, Lauren time. This is not not the time to necessarily have your child getting up there and and showing that he or she is like the best singer in the world and hoping that you're going to start them off on a career. It's not that's not what it's for. This is a fun thing that you, who is a a literally a world renowned vocalist, uh, can interact with regular people and and children and just get them excited. And then, you know, and then I also offer, like, voice lessons, and I'm doing, like, virtual concerts and stuff. But um, Right, that's also on your website. Really, yeah, and I think that this will be really fun for families to do together. Right, absolutely. I mean, everybody loves Disney. I don't know about you, but I've been really um, hooked on Disney Plus right now. Yes. And, <laughs> and watching all of the documentaries they have about all of the, um, all of the movies that I grew up on, uh-huh. you know, it's just, they're, it's really, it's really incredible. So you gotta yes, check them out. Yes, Frank yes. Dolly, another one, Howard that just came out. Right. Waking Sleeping Beauty. Those are all really cool. If you yep. like the behind the scenes animation. Yes, stuff. for sure. It is very interesting. We have uh, we have I mean, Disney you, Plus. You think about it, like the songs. I mean, they're just like so iconic. I don't know. I, I, every time I see them, I'm like, how did that even happen? <laughs> right. Well, it, it, it was a, a recent. I think my wife was watching this on um, Disney Plus uh, about uh, some of the background of. The studio and um, yeah. Walt Disney, and you know, the way he created the entire concept and what he wanted it to be, and going back oh, so many decades, and and yet it's it's so 
uh, real and relevant right now, you know, to yeah. really make people happy, uh, any age, it's true. You know, one to a hundred one. So that that it makes sense that he um, promoted that type of music also, and and I imagine that's why these um, the productions, the movies, the music is is just so just is uh, lasts a lifetime, you know. Yeah. I mean, it really does. <laughs> and it goes generation to generation. So, uh, yeah. okay, it sounds it sounds like something very interesting. Um, you're going to be starting this tomorrow, so people should sign up as quickly as possible. Yeah, uh, sign up if you can. And, you know, you can do it per class or, or all four classes. And, you know, so if you miss the first one and you're like, oh, I don't know, I'm going to see how it, you know, and if you see that it actually... You know, it was a lot of fun, and you're missing out. You're having some FOMO. Right. You're going to want to join in the next few classes. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that you could probably post a snippet of uh, of the first class to entice uh, people to join, but then you're going to have to deal with um, permission yeah, from everybody, will... and that's going to exactly. be an issue. So it'll take you longer I to mean, do that. You can ask them. We'll see, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one on, on Zoom, and, and nowadays exactly. a, lot of, a lot of issues with um, – with those type of things um, that that are being you know worked on and with yeah. schools and things like that, but uh, yeah, it's great that you're doing this. Um, again, LaurenYelenkovich dot com slash shop. I posted it on my Facebook page on the JM Sunday Facebook page, uh, and um, I look forward to hearing how this is turning out. We'll we'll do a follow up maybe um, you know in coming weeks, or at least I'll speak to you and find out how it is, and I can let everybody know. Um, yeah. And uh, your grandson, you've got a new grandson, right? Yes, yes I, he might be a little bit. He's a little too young. Too young, but it is in the future. Okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to find out if if uh, our his his sister, who's two, might be uh, interested in that. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll sign up. Alrighty. Thank you very much, Lauren. Appreciate it. Um, continued uh, success, and uh, just you know, stay mentally upbeat about everything. You too. You too. Right. Thank you so much for having me. It really just makes me so happy that I've been able to come on your show over the past years, you know. So thank you for thinking of me. You're welcome, and it's a pleasure, and uh, and good luck, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. All right. All take right. care. Have a great bye. day, and bye-bye. Lauren Yelenkovich here on JM Sunday. Thank you. It's, uh, you can go to um, Lauren com. It's spelled L-A-U-R-E-N-J-E-L-E-N-C-O-V-I-C-H.com slash shop, and uh, you can sign up for that. Uh, so, And you can just go to our Facebook page on JM Sunday or ask on the app, and I'll be happy to uh, post the link. Uh, we're going to go back to the music now. It's uh, 8.48 in the morning Eastern time here on uh J.M. Sunday. Um, and uh, what are we going to have up next? Asha Bara, David Dardashti is up next. So thanks everyone for listening here on J.M. Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Ephraim Mendelssohn, and before that, uh, before him, David Ardashti. Here on JM Sundays, we get set to uh, wrap up today's show. My thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thanks for all the comments on the app. Good morning to uh, Trucker Yitz and to Leia and um, to uh, MH. Yeah, it's a difficult spelling. Lauren Yelenkovich is spelled L-A-U-R-E-N-J-E-L-E-N-C-O-V-I-C-H. And it's .com slash shop is uh, the place to go for her to sign up for the program beginning tomorrow. I put it on the uh, app. And, uh, yes, uh, listener Judy, thank you so much. Today is, in fact, the fifth anniversary of uh, our son Ellie and daughter-in-law Ariel's wedding anniversary. Time flies. Can you imagine that? Five years. The Hebrew anniversary is the 24th of Av this coming Friday. And uh, imagine that five years ago. The uh, Engelmeyer and Weingast families joined together for a tremendous uh, simcha. So I want to wish a tov to Ariel and Ellie and to Debbie and Judah and the extended family on the anniversary. Thanks again for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. You've been listening to Matis Weingast and JM Sunday on NahumSiegel.com right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.